Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. Your host Chris and Deepom here. Um, let you guys uh, before we get into what we're doing here. I just let you guys know I forgot to put out the um <laughs> the combo book club for Invincible, so that'll be coming out on this feed as well soon. Um, but we have something very special here. Really? Yeah, I haven't put it out yet. <laughs> not not the not the animated one. The um for the last three vo- five volumes we did. Yeah, I, it's been sitting there. It's been like. Oh yeah, that's right. I did do that. So <laughs> I need to put that out. It's, you guys are in for a treat. It's a good one. Yeah, no, no, it's in the great. So you guys are in for two treats because you got that, and then you got right follow up with this goodness here. We are starting our Into the Hickman Verse uh, series here, where we're going to dive into some um, the wonderful world of Jonathan Hickman, um, and uh, especially well, the wonderful world of Jonathan Hickman in the Marvel universe. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got to get it. Let's 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 narrow the scope of this a little bit of this ambitious project we're doing here. Well, um, so what happened for me is that we did the year of Chris Claremont, mm-hmm. and then it led into Dawn of X. And mm-hmm. I'm reading these X books, and my God, um, yeah, we'll talk about it on some other podcasts. But there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things that are happening. It made me think about how densely and how far out he plots his stories. And it made me want to go back to kind of even the beginning. That's where we're starting this, where we're starting this with Secret Warriors. And kind of talk about not just the appreciation of obviously what he specifically did, but our mutual appreciation of any author who's given a chance to say, I've got a long story to tell. Right. And there are times when you, you think, I, I, it feels evident that he didn't know he'd have a chance to come back and finish some of these stories. Well, so I was reading, so the, with, in the very end of Secret so Secret Warriors is a, 28 issue series um and he was he, he has his little um his, his little writing at the end his little letter at the end where he talks about hey you know if brian michael bennett ever comes to you and says hey i want you to write a nick fury story <laughs> with me uh take him up on that offer but he also mentioned about how like literally this was literally just a, a supposed to be a side story on you know uh to dark rain right, right? to the dark rain um crossover that was going on in the marvel universe and my 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 has it <laughs> grown it's, from it's so wild because the things he plants here don't some of them don't pay off until secret wars yeah yeah i mean there's like leonardo yeah. da vinci's just casually in here well I, and we're going to talk about this because like literally you don't get really get a, a true appreciation for the da vinci stuff and what's really happening with the zodiac uh table and everything there until you, you're right Probably right, the second part of Shield, or even the first part of Shield. Yeah, when he runs that series. I think he does. He's a Secret Warriors first, right? And then, and then Shield comes next. Shield comes like sporadically over. Right, right. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Shield Part One because <laughs> Shield Part Two literally came out like maybe like two years ago. Um, it's yeah, uh, but but like that piece there is almost a side story. If you will, it, it it gives you the ground for what's happening, but you still, at the end of the series, don't really fully appreciate what the fuck is going on with Hydra, Shield, and Leviathan, and 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 Leonardo da Vinci, who at the time I don't even think it's named at that no, time. He, he calls himself da Vinci. And they're like, okay, sure, code name. Okay, like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, like sure, this. sure. We're just gonna call yourself okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm Galileo. So yeah, sure. Okay, fine. It's like. <laughs> Uh, no. And it's so wild because what happens in the Shield series with uh, Nathaniel Richards pays off in Fantastic Four. Yeah, and that's what I'm, and, and that's why we're doing this because 
as 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 we as the series says, wheels within wheels. That's what this is. There is, and 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 like you said, we have an appreciation for this kind of storytelling, where you're confused at first, and then as you start reading, you're just going like, no, no, no. Wait, I have to go back and read this now. Wait, no. <laughs> and you just and you, you, we have that kind of appreciation of just these. This long form storytelling that pays off in the end, and so that's why when we were reading the X Men books that he's doing, and we're just reading, it and people were going like, "I'm confused. I don't understand what's going on." I'm like, yeah, "That's by design." <laughs> yeah, that's just supposed to be confused. Confused, yeah. go with that feeling. But the other thing too is he also tells you what he's going to do at the at the beginning, right? It like the beginning of Secret War. So for those we we've, we've covered this several times here so this is not going to this is not going to be a long a long episode we are going to probably I find where we've linked to the combo book clubs I think we've probably done this on the com- the, the the character corner feed as well sure. we'll link to all this stuff and go forward from there but for those who are brand new cuz again so everybody somebody podcast is the first podcast you know some there first time go. listening um you know secret warriors is is the, the main premise of the series is Nick Fury figures out that shield has been being run by hydra the entire time and that everything has been a lie <laughs> well let's let's set up how we got there first so before this happens Bendis gets nick exiled from the united states by his secret war and then secret invasion occurs and secret invasion is basically when the scroll you're going to see it in the mcu soon but it's when the scrolls have basically <clears throat> started an invasion on earth that no one even knows about and this is where the team is formed. You see Nick Fury recruit these off-the-books kids, caterpillars, he calls them, in Mighty Avengers 12, 13, and 18. They show up in the climax of Secret Invasion to help win the big fight. At the end of the fight, Norman Osborn is now the Nick Fury of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. So the bad guys have played. That's why they call it Dark Reign. That's where the initial impetus for this was. So, Chris, you brought up perfectly earlier this is supposed to be a short little tie-in to Dark Reign to show what Nick Fury would do if Norman Osborn were in charge. Yes. And it balloons. It's that story, too, by the way. Yeah. When he punches Osborn <laughs> in the face and has a beer, like, I love it. I yeah. am too. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it, like you said, it, it hits all the notes it's supposed to hit for that, but then, like you said, it becomes something so much larger. You know, so much larger and deeper and longer running. Um, that's sitting here in this background for all these things. And, and this is where we get, you know, we, we learn more about some of the characters that we've, we've talked about when we did our, if you listen to our, our Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, you get the, the Daisy Johnson, so you know, Rodriguez's, like, you get these characters. Um, wait, we even had, even JT was on, on Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, a James, lot. James Taylor James. <laughs> when we were doing the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, I remember us freaking out being yeah. like, wait, wait. It's it's one of the many examples you're going to see when we talk about this stuff of how the Marvel Universe, the MCU in particular, has mined Jonathan Hickman's larger ideas for the larger audience. Well, and, well the big one was the, when we, in Winter Soldier when you find out that, again, Hydra was in charge running S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Same thing, they cross over with Asian, with Asian S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> and with Winter Soldier, that big reveal there, that's... You know, again, they change things and they adapt things for the MCU and things like that. But in this one, this is this is 
what first <laughs> you think it's Nick Fury finding this out and finding and being shocked that this is what's really happening. <laughs> then you, of course, wheels within wheels, you find out that Nick Fury knew the entire time and he was actually also this integrated. Is all yeah, Nick's plan, right. which makes the book way more terrifying. You know, it, it is. It, it is when you see the cost of what it costs to do this. But then you're like, but it was a solid plan, though. And it, and it technically worked. So, um, the one man. Yeah, the, the one man. Um, so, that's that's what this is and and like i said it's a good kicking off point for this wasn't hickman's first marvel project was it i think it might have been it might have been his first like solo where he did most well, because it started with him just helping out business right and so the reason why i say this is because it, this also introduces you to a lot of things and this is why we kick, we're kicking off with this right um, and again, we're not going to, we'll, we'll go over some of the stuff here, but we really wanted yeah. this, this to be kind of a, a kickoff for our, you know, a short kickoff for the Into the Hickman verse and what we're going to be setting up for coming forward. Because I mean, we're going, I, I haven't really looked through everything that, I mean, this is one where you can tell Deep Home's excited about this. He's actually did the research on this one. He's the one to put the, so he, put the he put the pages together. So I'm pretty sure we're covering everything, right? We're going through this, we're going through the yes. Fantastic Four, the Avengers, like yes. we're doing all of it, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going cool. to Ultimates too, because we don't talk yeah. about all this stuff, because exactly. that's where we get to test drive a lot of this weird shit. Exactly. So we're going to, we've talked around a lot of the stuff. We've covered a lot of the stuff previously in shows. We've never gone, you know, Bit by it's bit, shown how it's all connected. We've never done it. Yeah, we've done them individually. We've never gone to individually connected. But the reason why we we're, another reason why we want to kind of kick this off is like he said, like you said, what we did with, with with Claremont, right? There's a unique writing style and a, a way that Hickman does things. And one of the things he does, and it kissed, kicked off in the first issue of Secret Warriors when you find out that you know when Nick Fury realizes like I've been working for them the entire time, right? Immediately after that, the, the issue isn't over. There are these supplemental pages. And if you are a Hickman Marvel reader, you know supplemental pages are... The, other writers do supplemental pages, too. And sometimes they're important, sometimes they're not. Sometimes you can look over them. Like, I remember when... Um, and I, I'm not saying this is unnecessary. I thought it was very necessary. I remember when they relaunched the X-Men... And I can't yeah. remember who was the writer, and they had like it was like half the half the issue was supplemental pages getting people caught up on the timeline, and some people complained about it. But I was like, hey, guys, it's the X Men. Like you it's, need it's, it's been a while. You guys. you need you need the you need the supplemental pages because like, the X Men it's, it's a wild ride. So you need to know. But like with Hickman, it's even denser. Like it's like the way he does it in Secret Wars. The, there's uh there are the secret Nick Free for your files. So you get a bunch of information. Like you get a outline of the the lay of the land, right? It outlines to you um what the secret uh shield bases are. What are Nick Fury's secret bases? Why like for instance, if Nick Fury is no longer in charge of Shield, why does he have a secret caliper base? Like how do you have that? You find out in those supplemental pages that he has constructed all the stuff off books for years. And so is nobody knows about them because honest. he's done them. Hmm? Can I be super honest? Yeah. First time I read this, I was like, I should. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're stubborn. You're stubborn. I was stubborn. I was like, yeah. Yeah. We're, you're always stubborn when you read Hickman. I'm telling people now to read them, and I know you're still not going to do it. It's okay. I was like, come on. And upon, like, my 18th read-through, I found that I poured over every syllable. Mm -hmm. Where he, like, and you say, you said this kind of flippantly, but it's 100% true. He'll tell you what he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, with any accident, I'm like, not to, to go too off base, but 
he's literally told you how this ends. Yeah. Ten times, actually. Yeah. Um, but with this, it's he calls these shots super early. Yeah. And for me, that's the kind of like it's it's the confidence. Cause like we said, this this was an invitation from Bendis. This was his third Marvel project. One was a digital only series with Sam and Bobby, which I did not know existed now I have to read after this. Um, Sam and Bobby in Mojo World. And now this. And it's almost like he was given the assignment. Well, what if this was real? Mm-hmm. He breaks out Hydra assets on net revenue and income, number of employees. Like it's well, it, it, the interesting thing about it, and again, like to me, when he um, the way the, again, <laughs> the supplement page are so good because for the first time you really break down. You always hear, well, Hydra, you know, cut off one head, two more spring up. And right. You're like, okay, sure, sure, whatever. That's just a saying, whatever. But here, you really get it laid out. You're like, oh, no, I see what they mean. He broke it out into, it was what, um, like the, the legitimate quote, uh, legitimate businesses, mm-hmm. their secret, uh, their intelligence agencies, uh, their, their like, it's all these different things he breaks subsidiaries. out. Yeah, subsidiaries, the government, and how they, and like one of them is the treasury, and you later on see where that comes in. It's like, you break it out. You're just like you got you you get it. You're like oh, and then when you see the subsidiaries, you're like them aim all the they're like oh, oh I I get it now. It's, it's every it's everything's Hydra, right? right. Every everything's Hydra. You think you that's what he, when they say cut off one head, that's what you mean by that. It also explains why you have all these different Hydra offshoots at the time. And you have all these de facto leaders of Hydra you see all the time, and you're like, well, what is the Red Skull fill in? What is, where, where does uh, uh, Zemo fit in? Where does Strucker fit in? Like, you get it now. You're like, oh, I get it. They're, they're, every, it, but it's, it's it feels all. like something so ambitious to hand to like, a young writer and say, yeah, the Hydra Bible and Shield Bible. And like, he tells me 27 Fury secret bases. I think we go to most of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and and highlights what's going on and how you're doing it. Like you said, bringing in uh the the caterpillar, these kids, and 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 they're uh, and, and how we you meet the other teams later. He names the other teams in the first episode, in the first issue. Yeah, yeah. He tells me their powers, tells me where they are. Like it's yeah, it's Name, names them all in there. You don't get to meet them until like sixteen or uh, issue sixteen or something like that. Like it's way later into the series. You finally. Like, for the first time, Daisy meets the other teams. Because at one point, she's talking to them. She's like, wait, other teams? What are you talking about, other teams? It's like, kid, come on. He's got... <laughs> you don't need to know that information. You, you know what I'm telling you. Don't ever forget that. Well, at so, many t- at so many points in the series, like, the again, Daisy Johnson's heading, you know, Quake is heading the, the, the team, or her, her Caterpillar team. And a lot of times in the series, I feel like we, the reader, are Daisy. Because and, we're and along. That was all I was going to say, too. Yeah. It's John Hickman and Snake Fury saying, I'm telling you what I want you to yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's so many times, like you know, like when he when he kicks Sebastian off the team, you're just like, wait, come on, man! Like, what are you doing? Like, you feel Daisy. You're like, this is wrong. You're doing all this stuff, and like you you feel this stuff, and then later on, you find out like, oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, I didn't know. There anything. is no out. What <laughs> right, are you talking about? right. Come on, kid. There is no out. You're never once you're in, you're in forever. Come on, you thought you thought you were. I love, I love when Garrett gives him the test. He hands it back to him. So, so I thought, what? You're fat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yo, I've I've read that so many times, and every time I read it, I bust out laughing. I'm going like, "Oh God, what an asshole!" <laughs> so he takes a job. Okay, so for people who don't know, John Garrett is an unused Marvel character who is a like deep, deep cut shield agent 
who appears in the Electra miniseries, who loses his body in that series and he's rebuilt as a cyborg. That's where this John Garrett comes from. That's the other thing is that everything he's doing is steeped in canon. And 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 I think that's what again, there's another thing that attracts us to Jonathan Hickman is like if you want some stuff that's deep cut of those characters you're in, you want Jonathan Hickman on that project. Because he's going to find that little itty bitty thing that you didn't think of. Um, I mean, and, and we've had other characters to do this too. And we talk about this with, with Jeff John does this a lot, you know, with all the, some of the, the mistakes that Jeff John makes and, and some of the stuff like killing people's parents. Um, Jeff John loves going back and, and taking those deep cut things that you heard a long time ago and going, Hey, what if that was real though? What if we, what if we brought that back and did that thing? You know? And, and, and I, I think that's the thing that we love about these writers when they do this is because it shows that, well, you're just as much of a fan of this stuff as we are. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly you've done the research. <laughs> Sometimes you've done more research than we have because holy shit, who brings up John Garrett, right? Who does it's the thing it's the thing that happens when I'm reading X and I read his interview, he says, Well, do you think it's gonna be a good story? He says, I've been writing this story since I was ten years old. Yeah. So I'm very ready to tell the story. Yeah. And you're like, oh god, oh no. Because like this is the stuff he wrote about because that was the job. X-Men's the stuff he loves. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to keep that in perspective as well as we do this reading here. That there's so many high elements introduced, not just in the first issue, but in the beginning of this whole series. Not just, oh yeah, we're working, Hydra's working for, uh, or she's working for Hydra. We get those first flashbacks, so like you mentioned, the wheel. Yeah. And this is when we get that first feeling that this is a bigger story than a spy story. Right. You know, it's is basically in you find this more later, but it's basically Da Vinci pulling together the world's spy masters from who are most of them bitter enemies, even if they never yeah. met face to face, because he needs something from them and he's basically using them. And it, at one point, he's even asked, I can't remember who asked him, it was like, hey, well, it might have been dumb, or somebody was like, hey, don't you, you're putting us into a contest to do all this stuff, don't you care who wins? Because, and he, Da Vinci's like, no, I don't, it doesn't matter. Game's too long for me to care who wins. Yeah. I just need my shit back. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so, and, and again, you get nothing forward from that. Like, it's. So, we get so much from it, too. We get, where did LMDs come from? Yeah. Now we know. Right. Yeah. You know? It also explains how you get certain characters that seem off and <clears> then, you know, either died or like uh, the whole thing with uh, Jake Fury. Right and 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 no, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he redeemed Jake Fury <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it, it this it, it's you you you're you're like oh well, no no it, it, he was he was made a copy a decoy with an LMD and and those early copies were schizophrenic and that's why you know he went off the deep end right. It's like well, that's, that's how you program your base because you use the doctor. How did you? Oh no! Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was also another LMD that we had because, uh, and again, Nick Nick knowing how to play the game when they realized what that technology was is when they came back to DaVinci, they said, "Yeah, we, there was nothing there." Yep. And you know, DaVinci knew too. DaVinci knew. Yeah. But it's it's and it's so wild because we get the flashbacks to like the, these earlier incarnations of the idea of the Brotherhood of the Shield. Mm-hmm. You see them fighting off the Brood. Right alongside Apocalypse, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> well, no, that comes in Shield. 
So we don't see yeah, apocalypse. You no, know, we get that. No, we get that when um, old girl's talking about where her mates came from. Oh, you're right. Yes, and it's just a pain. and you're like, wait, wait a second. Right. <laughs> like wait, what? Because when, when Miguel is recruiting them, she gives an answer unlike the other. One. She's like, "Do I know about the weapon? Do I know about the my ancestor stood as, as a member of this brotherhood of the shield?" Like she gives you an answer that makes you go, "Wait, what the hell is that?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. The level of detail in, in planning is utterly terrifying. Because these guys say, like, okay, so this is the story of the idea of the shield. Mm-hmm. And all it does is poke at it and make you, if, you, if you're reading quickly, you won't notice it. It's like, oh, that was a weird story she told. No. That's the first telling of the history of the shield. Mm-hmm. Just tucked away in a team that gets killed. <laughs> yeah. Just eaten alive. Fucking lawnmower. You know, it, it it's 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 interesting to talk about this book as a larger concepts perspective because there's so many small human like great moments like everything with Phobos is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, he ties back into that miniseries. Like he ties back into miniseries that people thought didn't count. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, that Ares miniseries. He pops up in Mighty Avengers. They never connected those two, and then all of a sudden it's Gabriel Dono doing the same artwork again. Like, wait a second. Grass cutter and guy cutter, that was real. Uh, yeah. Bring, yep. Bringing in and um bringing in uh whatchamacallit? Uh uh um uh, uh a Gorgon. And re- resur- resurrecting Gorgon. Because he was dead. Resurrecting Gorgon, um doing everything with Silver Samurai. Mm-hmm. Viper. Like <laughs> He takes so many characters that have been established and said, well, what if he did this? Yep. And making Contessa be Contessa. Mm-hmm. She's not a fury sidekick. Nope. She might be the devil. <laughs> All right. The agent and, and, and one of the heads of Leviathan, you know, like uh, Le- yeah. Le- even bringing in Leviathan, right? So now it's not just Shield and Hydra is Shield Hydra and Leviathan. And but now they're exposed. Now there's someone else's superpower criminal to fight. Right? <laughs> yeah, I love. Like, they don't I love how, right. I love. I love how you. Cities. I love how you bring them up, make them make them matter, and then literally at the end go with like, I don't know. We completely just turn. We just turn Orion into just another super superpower person. So yeah, he's that's he's he's a superpower person with no organization. Eh, we can he's deal with that. Handed, he essentially handed. Uh, the rest of the Marvel universe, like here's another group of bad guys you can throw around. Like, right. Yeah. Here's, to like, here's basically Nick Fury goes. Here's my light work. You guys can clean up the rest of the fucking mess. You got it. Thanks. I did the big shit. They won't. Yeah. They can't actually hurt anyone. Right. You know. I uh, it that, and and that's what makes this series so much fun. And I think, uh, what, again, when we read it the first time, I was like, great. And then I started reading more of the Hickman stuff. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I got to go back and read S.H.I.E.L.D. again. I got to <laughs> go back and read Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. again. I mean, uh, uh, Secret Warriors again. And, and like, that's the thing. I always had to come back to this series. I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like something we mentioned before here comes in here. And like I said, I guess the next one we're doing it is S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess. Yes. Yeah. And so that'll, I think that'll be another one that triggers having to come back and reread some of this stuff. Particularly those, those, those pages. Anytime you see... Strucker, or because that's the thing too, right? You get the Zodiac stuff up front, 
Because the first thing that Nick 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 does is when he's when he's trying to break into Shield is his override code is what like Gemini Fury Zodiac or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And and throughout this series, other key characters are also using codes that revolve around the Zodiac. When, when Garrett says it doesn't feel like hi, it just feels like the other thing. Yeah. It's- yeah, shit. <laughs> you know? And 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 then you start you start figuring out it's like, wait, why is why is Brent Baron von Strucker also saying something about Zodiac? What's what's going on with this? And then you get the wheel. And then you're seeing like, oh, this was this is oh wait, this is much older. This is a much older thing than we thought. Oh. You know? And and that's yeah. And 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 it's it's a it's that kind of stuff. We were just like, wait, this is, this just seems much larger than this one series, <laughs> right? This seems much the changing, larger. The changing the universe. Right. You know, changing, changing the entire universe. I mean, because again, everything born out of, born, and everything born out of things that happened before. So born out of Secret Invasion, when you literally get that, again, in either one or issue one or two, where you have uh, um, Strucker literally burning down the Hydra base because. He realized there were Skrull that walked in, mm-hmm. you know, and Skrull had infiltrated Hydra. He's like, well, got to burn it all down and start it again. And that's what kicked off him going like, well, no more being out in the, in the behind the scenes. You know, now's the perfect time to, you know, activate ourselves and realize that, you know, we were Hydra. We were shielded the entire time, you know, and go forward from there and start recruitment. You know, that kind of stuff. The, the background on the Hive, which we also got in, um, we, we also got the Hive in, um, in Age of Shield, right? And which is much more terrifying because, like, you realize that that they've been trying to, uh, you know, uh, control this this thing, and they basically created created this high because this, this guy was low IQ, uh, very not strong willed, and they basically created created hive, and yeah. they were using that to then you know, manipulate and, and, and raise an army, you know, having to, to do, like, it's all this stuff in here. When you find out what's, what, what, where those uh, Leviathan soldiers came from and what they really were, yeah. you know, the, the background on that and how they, um, uh, again, it's just, it's so much stuff here. Of but the, the thing the, about it is, it's all this high-minded, great, big idea stuff. It's all phenomenal. like, you got any final words? Too fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's it's able to hit the human notes. The 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 writing is so high behind science fiction that it loses itself. Well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a still a spycraft story, right? I mean, and I think that's the great thing about what Hickman does is, even as high minded as they go with the stories, there's still an underlying thing that we can all relate to. Like again, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about this when we do the Fantastic Four series. I mean, that's just a story about fathers. And I sons. will cry during that podcast. Right. I mean, I'm, that's a, that's I a, love that. I love right. that. That I mean, that that's that that series is is family, but really about fathers and sons. Right. That is what that series is. At the at, out of all the craziness that goes through that series, and there's a lot. And we will go through it again. Um, so much, so fun. much. But that's what it is. And here is the spycraft, and it's really the spycraft of Nick Fury. Right, because even though a lot of our, our entry point into a lot of stuff is, is Daisy Johnson, some of the character things like that, it, this is really still is a Nick Fury story, um, and about him. And like, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, we can talk all you want about you know Batman and prep time. Don't give Nick Fury any kind of prep time, guys. Like give Nick Fury an hour, dog. 
because once he decided to move against Nick Fury, he's already decided how to beat you. Like it's well, right, and 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 it's because like when you get the when you get the realization at the end, jumping all the way to the end, he finally reveals that Daniel Whitehead died, the Kraken died, and. Uh, Jacob Fury is the one that uh, Jake Fury is the one that actually replaced him. Has been has been the Kraken the entire time, and it's really kicked off because he's the one that came back to Fury. You know, um, actually, no, he's not. That's not the one that, that came to to Strucker because he knew about Gorgon. So, like, trying to figure out when and where um, uh, uh, Kraken came in, right? And Kraken was replaced. But even looking at that and looking at the plan that Nick Fury put in the end. And when they start breaking it down, they were like, a lot of it was guesswork. Like they didn't factor in Gorgon because that was the one thing that Daniel Whitehead didn't Hall did not uh, write down. Right? He Daniel Whitehall, who he, appears in Agents of Shield. Yeah, Daniel Whitehall writes down everything. The one thing he did not write, he had to literally be told during the meeting with Da Vinci, "Stop writing! What are you doing? Stop writing this shit down." He literally had to be told to do that, not to do that there. But the one thing he did, he did not write about, you know, recruiting Gorgon. Right. And so they didn't anticipate Gorgon being somebody who was like, yeah, that was turned out to be a really big mistake because that was a factor we did not anticipate. Um, but a lot of these things that you do, like Nick Fury, you realize he has factored it all in. And unlike Batman, including it in that is the death of, t- the, the death of kids and the, the death of his teams. Like, death of his son. Death of his own son. Yeah. Like, it's all, like, there is no you know, plan your way out of that. Like that was a real possibility and it got realized and like, you know, but end of the day, like Nick would have done it again because it worked, you know, it's, it's, that's the, and, and, and you see that kind of, uh, and that's really what the story is, is it's the story of how far Nick will go. And what do you do? Like, it's like that, that, that conversation he was having with Gabe, um, Gabe Jones, when he was like, what are you going to feel when you're, you're facing you know, the people that joined Hammer did it because, you know, they had families, they had things to do. What are you going to feel? It was like when you have, when you have a gun, because I feel recoil. Like, I'm, yeah, they're either going to, they're either going to join us or the not. The Fury bars in this book yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. It's like, like, and, and, and in the way you're like, man, that's kind of evil. But then you're like, well, no, he's got a point. Like, they went with the easy route. And when he it's broke, when he broke, when he broke it down, and I was like, Man, like that's that's cold, but it makes sense. And then the, the literally the next the next uh, issue is is Eric Koenig talking to uh, one of the recruits that came in. It was like, oh yeah, it was the old guard stuff like that. And Eric put the bullet in his head. It's like, yeah, I was here for twenty eight years, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, you you're not here for the ideals and 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 what 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 Shield is really about. You're just here for a paycheck. You're, you you don't care what you're doing. Then they finally take the base. Anyone who wants to rejoin Shield, yeah. they made a mistake. Hop on, right? Join what was it? A dumb Tums uh, school for wayward <laughs> 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 Fury lost lost Fury soldiers, something like that. And and Gabe was like, you know what? You know what? I didn't I didn't think you were right. You were right. We got three thousand of them. Three thousand of them joined, dropped their dropped their weapons and joined up with us immediately. He was like, you were right. You 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 made the right call on it. It's a tough call. But you made the right one, you know, and you see this, you see them, you, you see them do like what they did with uh, Druid and, and, and Sebastian, you know, where he, you know, realizing that like your problem is, you know, one, you're fat, but two, <laughs> your commitment and, and the, and when 
the pressure is on, you don't, you lock up. You know, when, when, when you have all the time in the world and, and the pressure is not there, you're fine. But when it's the heat of the moment, you're not, you're, you're, you're not performing. You're sporadic. You're not consistent. And at that moment is when he, when he realizes he's got to save his team, he steps up. You know, he steps up and does what he has to do. Like it's, it's, you get this story of watching, you know, these characters grow into what Nick Fury wanted them to be. We also realized that he's a, the bad guys are a reflection of Fury. Mm -hmm. In some ways, he's the Kraken. He gets people to where they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. People like James Taylor, James, white trash hillbilly name. (laughs) Um, It was the decision to, to fold or not. Yeah. So you can come to me. I gave you every opportunity. You could have come to me. Mm-hmm. Which you did. Now you gotta die. This is for the kid. And drops his ass. And I loved it. I every time I read, I'm like, yeah, fuck him. Like it's Yep. Uh-uh. No, yeah. Every time. Every, I'm the same with you. I'm like, nah, dude, you 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 brought this on yourself. You did this. Like you, you thought you could trip make sure. Right. You, he was like, dude, I know anytime somebody comes in and out of my base. Like, why would you think that you could sneak out of Nick Fury's own base? Like, the, the, like, you are always going to be a liability, dude. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, man. Um, between that. And, and, and for those who are listening, you're like, hey, God, I'm taking this weird, earth shattering shit. You got to talk about Spycraft. This is the first appearance in creation of Eden Fessy, aka Manifold. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so just relax. We'll get there. It'll get it'll get super weird. It's already weird. Trust me, this book's weird. Yeah. Oh, definitely weird. You know, you get what? your origin of your your LMDs. You get um you basically the return of Shield because that's really also what this has happens at the end too. And basically <laughs> he brings back Shield. He brings back Shield. Like it's like again, it's but this is again this is the thing that we love about Hickman as well, right? Not just the weirdness, not the crazy stuff, not just the deep cuts in, in canon, but almost every time that I look back at a, at a Hickman story, I realize that he does the thing we always say that we, we like good writers, writers doing. Go out there, go be weird, go through the, make sure you put the, the, the pieces back into the box when you're done. Even the, even, the box, even the pieces are a little bit different, put them back when you're done for the next team. And so he's handed something that is basically defunct at this time, right? We have hammer. We don't have shield. Like there is no shield. Shield is gone. Nick Fury is no longer in charge. You end with shield back on top, right? Because everything else has basically been dismantled by Nick Fury. Is Nick in charge? No. But his, 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 what, what does Dum Dum say to to, to Cap? He's like he's, he's putting he's he's putting he, you know putting the kid in charge. He's like. Yeah, same boss as, you know... Old, new boss, new, same as the old yes, boss. New boss, same as the old boss. Because he basically built Daisy into being... That's the exact thing. D- just like he him. Just, he put it... He's like, what if I had Nick Fury LMD who had earthquake powers? Right. What if I was younger and had, you know, earthquake powers? And also understood... And that's why you see, when you look back at it, and see what he was building up towards with her... Her having to make those hard decisions, like when he told her, and the reason he treated the team so differently, right? And the reason why he treated the team so differently is like because you guys are going to one, you're the team that's going to be left, right? And you're going to be the, the team that needs to help go back to rebuild Shield to what it needs to be. And so at the end, you get Shield back on top. Hydra is basically on the run again. Leviathan has basically been turned into one guy, <laughs> just a superpower guy, you know. 
You know, and 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 Nick is like, oh, I gotta go get my girl out of prison now. You know, yo, <laughs> is that uh, some Nick Fury shit? Oh well, what I, what I love about it is that there, there's a constant running joke about how like he he fell in love with a double triple agent. It's like the dumbest thing that Nick like everybody's always talking about all how smart Nick Fury is, and even he admits like the dumbest thing I've ever done is <laughs> but he like but i know she's a double triple agent but i still can't get enough of her and even at the end like jake is still making fun of him in front of in front of struck but it's like don't look like i'm in the mood for jokes right now just like yo right? that's tinsus room in america by the way huh i love the, the, that right there before the reveal was the tinsus room in america yeah 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 because you don't know and you got kraken who has taken taken now Strucker and now has has fury and they're both tied to chairs looking in front of each other, basically going like, we're going to end this now. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And, dog, it's just... But when you realize that it's all by Fury's design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, ca- I caused your civil war. I broke Leviathan. I restored S.H.I.E.L.D. But like, and, and, I, yeah. and I got to shoot you in the fucking head. Well, and again, I think, I think issue 27 ends the way that, that issue one ended with Strucker going, I've been working for you the entire time. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the exact, again, going back to what we were saying, how Hickman almost always ends how he began, that's the moment. You're just like, oh shit, what did I just, like, at that point, if, you have, if you're confused, you're going to that point and you're just like, wait a minute, do I need to reread this whole series all that's, over again? That's, that's what he does. I think that's the trick. He does the same thing at the end of Time Runs Out in the beginning of his vineyard run. Yeah. It started with two men. One was like the other was death. Mm-hmm. And you get that line repeated like right as before Shoot War starts, and you're like, wait, no! <laughs> right? Yeah. You're like, do I, do I need I to go? He doesn't get it. He doesn't for it. Hey, yeah. I'm on to you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Is that, yeah. It's like, Fuck, I got it. That's how you get people to go back and reread your series over and over and over again because you, you end how you began and you're like, now wait a minute. <laughs> Did I? No, you didn't. Not this entire time. You got me again. And that's what, and I think that's what I love about Hickman, right? Every time he got me again. He got me again. Like I knew, I saw it coming. I knew it was coming. You know, I've read this series so many different times and there's so many. Cool moment. I mean, again, like you said, there, there's the, the crazy stuff, but then it's also like the last ride of the, the Howling Commandos. Oh. You know, like that moment when, you know, they go to, and, and you have, um, yeah, them sitting, you know, the, the, they get, uh, Gorgon comes in and, and, and at the end and, and destroys the helicarriers, right? And Dum Dum and who was, was it Sitwell? Jasper, yeah. Sitwell. And Jasper Sitwell get, get captured by the Chinese government and then they're in facing uh, the Security Council and like all this stuff and going in here. And, and, but also it's like, it's also, it, what you also realize then, you're reading the story and you're fine, but then when you, after you kind of calm down after what you read and things like that, you realize it's like, oh, this is the information dump. Because that's what it really is. Like Hickman does a really good job of, of, of disguising his information dumps as part of the story. So his information dump is, is basically dumb, dumb and, and Sitwell trying to um, get the security council up to speed on like, what the fuck has been happening? You guys have been missing everything because there's a war going on and you guys don't seem to fucking know what's going on. Like, it's a great way that Hickman uses it as a tool to, to, to tell the story faster. Exactly. And so now you can tell what would have been like, you know, 30 more issues, you can do it all in one because he goes in and it's like, you, you idiots, you guys don't know what's going on. Let me explain what's... Because at first, Dumb Dumb and, and, and Sybil just playing a coy, and then finally Dumb Dumb's like, no, 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 let's let him tell him what's going on. You know what that is? That's a Hydra base over there. That's a Leviathan base over there. 
What's that base over there? Maybe it's a secret shield base, but uh, we're not going to talk about, about that. Don't, yeah, don't, worry, don't worry about that one. <laughs> right? Because you, you get this thing. And then, so you get that information, but then you later on find out that all that was also manipulated because you've had, uh, you've had Garrett and, and, and the Druid uh, and Sebastian over here also doing dirty work for Nick Fury. Whether oh, it's... When, they, when you realize that they started the war? Yes. Yes. <laughs> These motherfuckers. <laughs> What do you really Yeah. <laughs> well, because that Batman prep time don't fuck with the fury. Well, because at one point, like, but again, even that itself was told to you because at one point, I think they mentioned something about how, like, when when um when 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 and Garrett is talking to to, to Fury, he's like, you know, you're you're you know, you're a spy. I'm an assassin. So they mention it there, and you're just like, oh, okay, cool, you're an assassin, okay, whatever. Right. You don't think anything about it, and then you're like, and then you see that the war between Hydra had been started because one of the uh, the Hydra had shot and killed and assassinated one of the the heads of Leviathan, and then you find out it wasn't it wasn't Hydra at all, it was Garrett who shot with the bullet that Sebastian had created for him, and I'm like, son of a bitch, he again called his shot. It was something so subtle, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about him being an assassin. Didn't make any dip. It, it just didn't seem like it mattered. And then you go back and you're like, oh, wait, no, that absolutely didn't matter. You that's what he's him. turning Druid into. He's not turning right. Druid into a spy. Right. Yeah, you're not, yeah, that's not what you're good for. You're good for this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, because yeah. he's, like, he's like, what are your powers? What's your range of your power? What, you, what can you do with it? And you start asking these, start, start asking questions. You're like, Wait a minute, you can actually do a lot. Like when you start finding out what, what, what the Druid can do, you're like, well, actually, motherfucker. Yeah, when he erases the helicarriers? Yeah. He was like, and he started coming, he's like, well, you know, this is a lot of wait, it's done. Oh, well, it was easier than I thought. Like, <laughs> like I just changed the rate of oxidation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm like, huh, man, see, magical motherfuckers, man. I they uh, never would have cut your ass loose. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. right you know um yeah I, again like this is man yeah it's our first glimpse um also and we know we talked about it some but i just opened the issue 25 the first glimpse of the ruins of the forever city yes and you and the guys in these weird robes mm-hmm. and everything else happens so fast that you don't really go back to those pages you're just like oh now he's talking and there's a lot of wait a second why was that there well, at some point they ask, they're like, where are we? You know, and there's a, there's a, there's a question about where are we? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. What is this? What is this place? And again, all those things are seated here and not paid off here in this no. series, but they will be paid off very soon. Um, well, not okay, so soon in our time, but like in reality, <laughs> like releasing the book time. <laughs> hey, listen, I was gonna leave that one go. I was gonna let that one go. <laughs> no, I, I want to be honest with people. Like, you guys, if this is your first time reading these books, congratulations. Um, you did it, you won. Those of us who are reading month to month or year to year, whatever. Um, <laughs> the next books were a pain in my ass. Uh, the first one's gonna be called, and I'm just gonna give the reading list because you guys want to read along with us, Shield. Uh, Architects of Forever, one through six. Um, there's an infinity one shot, and then Shields, volume two, one through four. They both have the year 2010, 2011 on them. Don't let numbers lie to you. <laughs> That's we'll talk about it next issue, next episode, but don't let numbers lie to you. Don't mm-mm. if he sounds bitter, it's because he is. 
It's because I'm super fucking bitter. Because the books are, I, it'd be better if the books are bad. Yeah, no, no, that's the that's the worst. See, it's, it's it's the worst when the books are good, and you can't get them. You yeah, there's nothing you could do. And it, and it, and I feel like it's even worse here because these are this is Marvel. Like we've gotten used to being hurt like this when it comes to like create our own books. You're like, all right, fine. Like Saga, when you're gonna come back? We don't know. You know. Uber, Uber, when are you going to come back? I don't know. Saga or Uber. Good, good for you. That's good. You know what? Good for this you. Is good, like, good this for is you. That's why I'm so staunch about creator yeah. and stuff. Yes, good, good for you. You, you made some right life choices. Um, but like you said, when the books are, are, are good, it's infuriating. You're like, it's a drug and your drug dealer's like not picking up your call anymore, right? <laughs> it's like he's not answering the phone oh, anymore. Whole city drive, bro. Whole city drive. We right. need whole city drive. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, I got, this, I, got this, I got this other drug over here, but yeah, I want that drug. I want that drug too, but I want the other drug over there as well. You know, it's just, it's not good. It's not good. If you want um, background going into um, Secret or S.H.I.E.L.D., I would say just like a working knowledge of oral history. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yes. Like, I always try, like, before I was like, I'll have some recommendations for Fantastic Four and for Avengers when you do that stuff. But for this, just like a working knowledge of world history and like keep track of white guys who are drawn largely the same. <laughs> Pay attention to their names. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I love these books. I'm not making fun of these books. Just sometimes the art cut. I was, I did get a little lost. Even in the reread, I'm like, wait. Oh no, 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 no! I need, I need the, I need the figure to like. Even, even here on, um, in Secret, Secret Warriors, I was getting confused between Daniel uh, Whitehall, uh, 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 Davidson, Jake Fierce. Like, yeah, they, yeah. They, they were all kind of run together. Sometimes I'm like, wait, who's who? Uh, at one point, and again, he 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 likes symbols as well. So also check the artwork. So the artwork is also very, very important in Hickman runs. At so, one point, I real I didn't realize until literally this run here. I was like, "Oh, when you're in the when when they're going to get the different artifacts for Da Vinci, they literally do have their call signs there mm-hmm. on the page, so you know who is." Well, also, um, the chambers. That's part of the Acris logo for uh, an accident of the uh, sitting the motherfuckers. Yeah, I kind of noticed it. Yeah, it's the thing is, I'm seeing things that I know are happening in Exxon happening here. I'm like, oh no, that's super bad. Yeah, like there's a data page in X-Men where they go over the Aquas, uh assets and they note that they've acquired both Saul's hammer from <laughs> from Tony and Reed. I'm like, wait a second, because mm-hmm. they were both being dead at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this man's a psychopath, but he's very good at his job. Yes, yes. So, all right, folks, there you guys have it. That is the first uh, again dipping our toes in Hitman again. We didn't go to super, super, super details, even though we did go 45 minutes um, on this, but we've covered this particular book several times here. And if you listen to us on Agent of Shield, you heard us talk about this several times. Uh, but this was literally just us dipping the toe in and talking about um, how we're going to approach this Hickman stuff. Like you said, coming up next will be a dive into Shield. We did do, a, we also did a, sh- a show on Shield as well. Did um, we? Yeah, we did. Because we came back out and we were like, we got to talk about it. So we did. But again, I think that doing all this stuff back to back and all related to each other, I think it's necessary. I think we either did it before or after we did um, the Fantastic Four run. I think it was Fantastic Four run. Um, because we were like going through it, it was like, wait a minute, this looks familiar. And yeah, so, but now we're going to do it all one, in one place. And I think this is, just, this is stuff that here, every time we reread it, there's something new that comes out and pops out. And, Especially when you have some of the stuff that he's doing now, because remember after his secret, 
after Secret Wars, like Hickman was gone from the Marvel Universe for a while, so we we thought we were getting a break. We thought we were done. We got like two and a half years off. Yeah, it's we got two and a half years off, and then they gave him they gave this motherfucker the X Men. <laughs> it said. And they said, "What starting point do you want? I would like a I would like a blank slate. Can you build your own? Of course I can. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be fun. Um, so stay tuned for that. We also got the final five of I think it's five left of Invincible, and there's mm-hmm. also gonna be a pull list. So. Um, there'll be plenty of shows coming out in June for us to talk about this stuff because uh, there's a lot of stuff on our plate. So stay tuned, and we will be back soon, folks. Again, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.